Welcome to Light Steps Live. Our mission is to open the Word of God to edify the believer and evangelize the world, that people who follow Jesus can walk in the light as He is in the light. Let's turn to James chapter number two, and uh, let's pick up right where we left off by uh, reading uh, verse 21 through 24. Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered up his son Isaac on the altar? You see that faith was active along with his works, and faith was completed by his works, and the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him as righteousness, and he was called a friend of God. You see that a person is justified by works and not by faith alone. Now, we'll also next next time together look at the story of Rahab, which isn't as broad as the story of, of Abraham, but it's um, very dramatic. Well, today we're looking at Abraham. But I first want to set the stage with some, some just some thoughts. I want to go back to, to chapter 1. If you guys will remember in chapter 1, beginning at verse 21, there in that chapter, uh, we're in, you know, today we're in 2, 21 through 25. I want to look back at James 1, 21 through 25. You know, we're told there that, you know, we should put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. Be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in the mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he is like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. And I believe you can go back there and, and read that and then look at the life of Abraham and see how he learned that, how he apprehended that, how he made it real in his life, and then how he put it on the sidewalk, you might say, as he how he walked it out. And so as a precursor, I have three sort of precursors before we dive into our main thing today. I think that we see in Abraham long before there was this printed word, we see in Abraham someone who was who was receiving the word just, just strictly in relationship with God. And now we can see how the word, you know, we have the word. We can go back and look at how Abraham operated by the word of God in faith. Okay. So precursor number one is just to say, look, look at how the very things being told us in, in James chapter one, verses 21 through 25, we see being lived out by Abraham across the scope of his life as represented here in James chapter two, verses 21 through 25. I pray you're not stuck already because to me, it's just clear as a bell. For example, you look back at all the mistakes that Abraham made um, before he got to a place that the testing of his faith um, uh, was matched with righteous action. I would say his faith was tested many times and it was, it failed. Like he didn't trust God with, with the, um, truth that he was married. He lied about his marriage twice. Uh, he didn't trust God in, um, in all of his dealings with, with, with other people. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. He didn't trust God with the news of his son. And so, you know, what happens is he kept hearing from God, walking with God, growing in God. And when his faith was tested in, in one of the most stringent ways, if not the most stringent way, with the life of his son, by this point, 
Abraham had learned to put away his sin and the, 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 the biggest problem with his sin was that he didn't trust God. He was able to put away his sin and to take on a trust of God that he's like, you know, uh, I've made a lot of mistakes. I've learned to walk with God. I think God has proven he is trustworthy. Um, so I, I think you see in James chapter two, 21 through 25, uh, a really wonderful representation of James chapter one, verses 21 through 25. He is, um, He's put away his sin. He's put away the chief sin of unbelief. He is apprehending the things of the Lord and he is walking in them. Um, second precursor, I, I think whenever we, we talk about faith, um, we should talk about, you know, why, why faith is, is so critical. Uh, Hebrews chapter 11, um, verse number six tells us in no uncertain terms that, you know, uh, it's impossible to please God, uh, without faith. So, um, uh, that means it's super important, but it's not just, uh, faith. You know, it's, it's not that George Michael kind of thing. You got to have faith, faith, the faith, faith in what? Um, faith that pleases God is objective faith. It's faith in Christ. Um, and I think we can join with the apostles who would say, uh, you know, um, we believe help our unbelief. We can join with that, that, uh, 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 well, that was a desperate father who said that we can join with the, with the apostles who would say, I have faith. Give me more. Right. Either way, you know, the desperate dad, the, 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 the apostles, they just confess like I've got some faith, but I need to grow. Right. And so that means we have to embrace the word of God. Why? Because Romans chapter 10 tells us, particularly verse 17, that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. OK, we, we I mean, wow, study to show yourself proved. Uh, if we if we stand in the promises, we are partakers of his divine nature. On and on and on and on. Uh, our, our, just like Abraham was learning to hear from God and walk with God, we have to be, we have to learn to hear from God and walk with God. Many of you guys have seen or heard of the Experiencing God study. I'm walking through it with a young man from our local church right now because, uh, you know, like I've been telling him, there's nothing more critical than you learning to hear from God and walk with God, to understand the things of God, to hear from God, to know God is telling you something, to know when God is telling you something, how to identify what God is telling you, how to, how to obey God, uh, come to points of crisis and, and make, you know, decisions for faith and then make life adjustments because of faith. We have to learn to walk by faith and faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. We have to learn to walk with a transcendent view. In other words, learning to trust God beyond what we can just see. So that's precursor number two to jumping into today. And uh, if you get any sort of sensibility that I am attempting to to ram a lot into a few moments, you got it. I, <laughs> I really am. Uh, but it, it delights me to do this. It excites my own heart. It encourages and inspires my own faith. Um, I, I want to grow. I want to learn to listen to God. I want to walk with God more and more. I want a more intimate abiding relationship with God. I want to learn to, uh, you know, um, navigate the, the winds and, and, and waves. I want to learn to, to stand strong with, with God through the trials of life. And so <clears throat> when I read about this stuff, it is not just 
theory or philosophy or theology to me. It is life and breath. I want to walk with God. And so to even set us up, I, I, honestly, I, I just want to set the stage so much that when we when we get to this main part, uh, we, we don't have to spend as much time on it because we've already uh, been really careful to to dig in and, and prepare our minds and hearts to receive it. So third precursor, though, is we, we just need to say really quickly, and I made some notes on this, we need to say really quickly how faith is often mentioned in different ways. Um, for example, for example, if you were to look in, um, in Jude chapter uh, 1, verse 3, Jude only has one chapter, but if you were to look there in chapter 1, verse 3, it talks about the faith being delivered to the saints. And, and I think that, that, that it is clear here that it means a body of doctrine, a, a, a collection of teaching that revolves around the, the identity of the Messiah, uh, the person, the character, the deity, the work, uh, of, of Jesus. So the, the faith that is delivered as a, as a body of doctrine. I mean, that's what the theologians would call it. So it's when you, sometimes we can talk about faith like that, or sometimes we can talk about it as, as it does in Hebrews chapter 11, verse one, that, um, you know, faith is the substance of, of things. Uh, hoped for and hope here isn't wishful thinking it's fixed expectation you know uh, what we do now is walk by this fixed expectation in what God says is important and will happen so it's a it's an abiding trust um, and, and again that again like my third reference already that makes me think of John 15 um, uh abide in me and I'll abide in you for apart from me. You can do nothing. Um, as John 15, five, John 15, eight, herein is my father glorified that you bear much fruit. Um, uh, John eight, John 13, we're told that, that, uh, uh, we we know we're disciples by our love for one another. We know we're disciples by um, our our um, our reception of truth, our reception of the word, and so we're always we're always attempting to to have faith as a real substance, as a real um, tangible part of our li- life. We're 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 wanting the sort of faith that is a body of doctrine. But it's the sort of faith, too, that's a, a body of doctrine in the past work of, of Christ, the present work of Christ, the future work of Christ, and all the promises relating to each of these. So it's that body of doctrine, yes, but it's also that that uh, uh, living truth, too. I, I think mostly what we hear about now um, in in our culture is, is faith is sort of this... Um, Something a little bit stronger than wishful thinking. We hear of hope as wishful thinking, and and we often um, hear of faith is is sort of like this. You got this um, vibe or this this um, positive thinking uh, that that you know that that things are going to work out in the way you imagine them working out. Uh, but faith isn't like that at all. It's a it is a body of doctrine. It is a living trust. Uh, and I think that's that second one is is that uh, 
is what we see on display in Abraham's life. I mean, he starts walking by faith. He goes, he goes to a land that, that God, um, isn't even making fully clear to him as he starts a journey. You know, he's heard the voice of God. He begins to listen to the voice of God. He begins to follow the spirit of God. Okay. But he doesn't know exactly where that's leading. So he is going moment by moment, although he doesn't see where the moments are going to lead him, but he makes a lot of faithless errors along the way. And, uh, you know, and Abraham learns to walk by faith. Uh, and in doing, he eventually builds a body of doctrine, um, that he himself can abide in. Uh, think about, think about how he has this conversation, uh, with, with, uh, you know, uh, with God about, uh, whether he would destroy these cities. If he found this many righteous people or not, I'm really tempted to grab my Bible and turn and walk through that. Well, he's learning. I mean, you know, he's learning, uh, he's learning how to, how to understand what God's heart is, why God withholds wrath at, uh, um, you know, that, that's, that's showing God's grace, showing God's mercy. It's also showing his, his intent of justice. And, you know, he is getting a body of doctrine so that when he arrives at the moment that we're going to discuss, and yes, I see that I've used up, um, most of my time introducing it. Um, when we get to this place, we're going to discuss this. There's a lot here. I mean, there's, there's just a, a ton here. It's a ton here, and it's worth settling down and thinking about these precursors. So let's dive in. All that, all those many minutes of getting ready, let's dive in uh, and look at verses 21 through 25. Now, don't, don't forget where we were is faith uh, without works is dead. That's where we were in our last session. And then uh, we ended that, you know, in verse 20 where... Um, where he says, do you want to be shown, oh foolish person, um, that faith apart from work is useless? In other words, do you want an example? He gives one. We ended with that one last time. He gives the demons believe. The, the demons have faith, but that faith doesn't work out in obedience. Um, it works out in a fruitless fear, um, not a fruitful fear. They they believe God, but they have rebelled against God, turned from the living God, and so, um, yeah, it's no bueno for them. But now he goes into a couple of pos positive examples. We'll handle Abraham right now. We'll look at a uh, Rahab in our next session. And let's just see here a few a few quick ideas. If you know, if if faith is planted by the hearing of the word, what does it look like when when faith begins to to sprout and to become a become a, a strong, vibrant plant and and then and then you know really have a root that 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 can stand the seasons and and not only a root uh, and a trunk that can withstand the seasons but uh, it begins to to have the sort of branches that uh will will support fruit bearing and produce fruit bearing the simple way to say it is what does it look like when your faith grows um, what does it look like to have faith that has grown? I think that's why he went right to the example of of Abraham. And, um, you know, I, I don't want to be in a rush. So let's just pause and appreciate that that's where we're going.
Thank you for joining us on Light Steps Live today. My name is Katie Bose, and the rest of our production team is Andrew Liggett, Shannon Allen, and Steve Riley. Music provided by Banjo Ben Clark. Connect with Banjo Ben at banjobenclark.com. Tim Bose is a pastor of East Rock Community Church and the executive director of My Life Matters, a gospel ministry with a focus on making disciples who become lifelong followers of Jesus. Discover more about My Life Matters at mylifematters.club. Thank you.